You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Following a three-month upswing, headline consumer inflation cooled to 5.5% in November from 5.9% in October. The monthly change in the CPI was a negative 0.1%. This decline was mainly due to a monthly decrease of 5.5% in the fuel price index, which drove the annual rate for fuel lower to 1.8% in November from 11.2% in October. Annual inflation for food and non-alcoholic beverages accelerated to a four-month high of 9%. Meat inflation crept up to 3.5% from 3.4% in October. The avian flu outbreak continued to disrupt the poultry market. The annual rate for IQF chicken was 7.3% in November, up from 5.5% in October. Egg prices continued to surge, jumping by a monthly 10.6%. This pushed the annual rate for eggs higher to 39.9%. Fruit prices recorded an annual increase of 11.5% in November, the highest reading since December 2020, when the rate was 11.8%. The annual print for sugar, sweets and desserts was 18.5%, up from October's 17.6%. In the 12 months to November, prices for white sugar increased by 21.4%, brown sugar by 23.7%, and chocolate slabs by 11.8%. Annual inflation for bread and cereals declined for a seventh consecutive month, coming in at 8.5% from 8.8% in October. Vegetable inflation eased to 23.5% from 23.6% in October. Onion prices declined for a fifth straight month, decreasing by 6.1% between October and November, resulting in the annual rate for onions cooling to 2.5%. This reading is much lower than the peak of 64.5% recorded in June this year. The price index for hot beverages rose by 11.4% in the 12 months to November. With the exception of August 2023, the annual inflation rate for instant coffee has occupied double-digit territory since March 2022. Household maintenance services, which include prices for plumbers and electricians, are surveyed by the CPI in May and November each year. This category registered an annual rate of 7.4% in November, the highest rate since the current CPI series began in 2008. Pharmaceutical products recorded an annual price increase of 7.5%. Non-prescription medicine products that registered high inflation rates include vitamin and mineral supplements, up 13.2%, heartburn medication, which rose 12.6%, and painkillers, 12.3%. 
Well, that was uh, Patrick Kelly, who's Chief Director for Price Statistics at Stats SA. So for more on the holiday prospects for consumers, we join on the line now by the Executive Director at the Centre for Risk Analysis, Chris Hutting. Now, Chris, despite the consumer inflation uh, slowing for the month of November, uh, as we just heard in that clip, food prices on an annual basis continue to soar. So what is the prospect for consumers uh, going into this festive season? So the decline in consumer price inflation for November is very good news, but it will take a while for the prices for that decline to feed through. Uh, So, for example, we're benefiting from lower fuel prices in the last few months. We're seeing the benefit of that now, but it won't be fast enough or big enough yet for consumer prices to come down massively. You still have, for example, meat inflation that increased 0.1%. The price of potatoes is very high compared to 12 months ago. All of those essential things that people want to put on the Christmas table, as it were, they're still going to feel the effects of those increases. At the moment, with things like load shedding, it looks like ESCOM has a little bit of a handle on that that'll help to keep prices somewhat stable. But we shouldn't expect any massive cuts or come downs in prices, I think, for the next, let's say, two to three months just yet. It is good news with inflation coming down, but we need to see it more sustained over a longer period of time. So if we touch on the issues that you've just spoken of, uh, the challenges with our energy supply, the outbreak of the avian flu and some of the others that were mentioned in the clip, how best do you think, Chris, consumers, uh, can consumers actually shield themselves against spending beyond their means this festive season? There is always the the temptation to buy on credit, um, but when when one does that, that means you need to repay uh, that debt at some point. That puts more pressure on you over the long term. So at the moment, maybe looking for good uh, bulk buying opportunities, maybe shopping around to see if you can uh, buy between different competitors who gives you a better outcome or a sort of a better winning margin with their prices, even if it's 30 cents or something. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but these things add up uh, when you buy more and more and more uh, in your basket. So it's trying to identify those small gaps. Obviously, those people who can afford to with things like electricity, putting in some kind of backup so you're not as exposed to ESCOM as you were before. You can still make food, all that kind of thing, making sure you've got a backup with your food storage. If your power is off for a day or two, you don't lose all that food that you spend so much money on. So there are small wins that we can make here and there. This is to say that things are not incredibly difficult for the majority of South African citizens, but you can still get away with responsible uh, spending here and there, I think, instead of being too tempted to spend now in December and then really suffering in December and and in January and February. And I'm glad you you, you actually said that because, um, as you said, you know, if you can try to buy in bulk, do that. But then immediately I thought, okay, so what if you're buying stuff that needs to be refrigerated and Eskom? We don't know what's going to happen with Eskom. They may say they have a handle on it now, but, you know, things change in a matter of minutes with Eskom. So when people are looking at that and and, and the prospects um, of uh, them buying because they think they have a little bit more extra cash in hand, uh, buying stuff school uh, supplies, for example, all of those things. I don't know, Chris, you know, I, I think we're desperate here, you know, for some tips to help us just just weather the storm because it feels as though we, we don't know what to do anymore as consumers. No, absolutely. And I think that's the consequence of I guess the the sort of wrong policies that all now coming, you know, the chickens are coming home to roost. But, uh, you know, this isn't to to make light of how difficult people's lives are at the moment. But 
with inflation coming down in November, with it looking like the poultry industry has a bit of a handle on the avian flu, uh, even with the continued struggles at ESCOM, taking those other factors into consideration, prices should start coming down uh, more substantially in the next two to three months. So even though one is receiving a good signal now, don't overdo it. Don't get yourself into more debt, for example, that kind of thing. Uh, you can still find the good deals where possible, uh, do that sort of thing, and then put yourself on a better footing for early 2024. I think it it's tempting one when one sees any sort of uh, shaft of light to really jump on and you think, okay, things are turning substantially now. But let's just give it another month or so to see inflation come down, possibly even more, or at least consistently. And then one acts according to that. Remember, the, the come down in inflation in November was on the back of three months of increases before that. Mm -hmm. So it's not yet the start of a trend. We need to see first that this is going down and then we can adapt our sort of spending habits uh, accordingly. If one has any sort of extra disposable income, now might be a very good time to make those extra repayments on credit cards and other forms of debt. So you give yourself more room to spend on things that really matter in the new year. And speaking of, you know, those with uh, debt, uh, those who have bonds and car notes to pay back, um, this is this particularly good news for us at this point? I think based on how things are going globally, uh, it is a good sign, but we have to see if other central banks around the world, when they start cutting their interest rates and the Reserve Bank, the South African Reserve Bank, will then possibly follow suit. So the earliest indications are possibly around April or May that the US Fed, the Federal Reserve, will start cutting and then possibly we will follow suit. We South Africa is still a little bit exposed to imported inflation because our manufacturing sector struggles so much with, with electricity and other things. So when things globally increase, when prices increase, we are more exposed because we import so many manufactured goods. Should the status quo persist for now with inflation steadily coming down, I think we're going to start to see cuts possibly at the earliest by the, the end of the first quarter of next year. So still a little bit of, I guess, getting used to those higher um, bond repayments, car repayments, that kind of thing. But but it looks like should things continue for the, the sort of trajectory at the moment, we'll start to get cuts uh, in around April, May of next year. Does this mean we've seen the end of the increase uh, in that particular uh, rate cycle? Yes, I think so. I don't think there are going to be more increases. Uh, for me, the worst case scenario is that the Reserve Bank keeps rates higher for longer. Um, and that is just based on how South Africa is exposed to inflation factors from around the world and also our own domestic policy issues like energy and logistics. But for now, I, I, I'm finding it difficult to see any more rate increases. I'm just hoping for those rate cuts sooner rather than later. Uh, Chris? On behalf of all of us, uh, please speak to Lise Chahaniaho. We, we would appreciate <laughs> no, it. I will talk to him on the phone now. <laughs> please call him. Thanks so much, Chris. Uh, Chris Hutting is the Executive Director at the Centre for Risk Analysis. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.